This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to read the New Testament through the eyes of Native North American storytellers? Keep listening to find out more about the First Nations version. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Ezekiel chapter 11 through chapter 12. Chapter 11, The Fall of Jerusalem. A wind lifted me up and brought me to the east gate of the Lord's temple that faces the east. There, at the entrance of the gate, I noticed twenty-five men. Among them I saw Jezaniah, son of Azor, and Pelatiah, son of Beniah, officials of the people. The Lord said to me, Son of man, these are the men who plot evil and give wicked advice in this city. They say the time is not near to build houses. The city is a cooking pot, and we are meat in it. Therefore prophesy against them, prophesy, son of man. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon me and said to me, Say, This is what the Lord says. This is what you are thinking, O house of Israel. I know what goes through your minds. You have killed many people in this city. You have filled its streets with corpses. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. The corpses you have dumped in the midst of the city are the meat. And this city is the cooking pot. But I will take you out of it. You fear the sword. So the sword I will bring against you, declares the sovereign Lord. But I will take you out of the city and I will hand you over to foreigners. I will execute judgments on you. You will die by the sword. I will judge you at the border of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord. This city will not be a cooking pot for you, and you will not be meat within it. I will judge you at the border of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord, whose statutes you have not followed and whose regulations you have not carried out. Instead, you have behaved according to the regulations of the nations around you. Now, while I was prophesying, Pelatiah, son of Beniah, died. Then I threw myself face down and cried out with a loud voice, Alas, sovereign Lord, you are completely wiping out the remnant of Israel. Then the Lord's message came to me, Son of man, your brothers, your relatives, and the whole house of Israel, all of them are those to whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem have said they have gone far away from the Lord. To us this land has been given as a possession. Therefore say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. 
Although I have removed them far away from the nations and have dispersed them among the countries, I have been a little sanctuary for them among the lands where they have gone. Therefore say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. When I regather you from the peoples and assemble you from the lands where you have been dispersed, I will give you back the country of Israel. When they return to it, they will remove from it all its detestable things and all its abominations. I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within them. I will remove the hearts of stone from their bodies and I will give them tender hearts so that they may follow my statutes and observe my regulations and carry them out. Then they will be my people and I will be their God. But those whose hearts are devoted to detestable things and abominations, I hereby repay them for what they have done, says the sovereign Lord. Then the cherubim spread their wings with their wheels alongside them, while the glory of the God of Israel hovered above them. The glory of the Lord rose up from within the city and stopped over the mountain east of it. Then a wind lifted me up and carried me to the exiles in Babylonia in the vision given to me by the Spirit of God. Then the vision I had seen went up from me. So I told the exiles everything the Lord had shown me. Chapter 12, Previewing the Exile The Lord's message came to me, Son of man, you are living in the midst of a rebellious house. They have eyes to see but do not see, and ears to hear but do not hear because they are a rebellious house. Therefore, son of man, pack up your belongings as if for exile. During the day, while they are watching, pretend to go into exile. Go from where you live to another place. Perhaps they will understand, although they are a rebellious house. Bring out your belongings packed for exile during the day, while they are watching, and go out at evening, while they are watching, as if for exile. While they are watching, dig a hole in the wall and carry your belongings out through it. While they are watching, raise your baggage onto your shoulder and carry it out in the dark. You must cover your face so that you cannot see the ground because I have made you an object lesson to the house of Israel. So I did just as I was commanded. I carried out my belongings packed for exile during the day. And at evening, I dug myself a hole through the wall with my hands. I went out in the darkness, carrying my baggage on my shoulder while they watched. The Lord's message came to me in the morning. Son of man, has not the house of Israel, that rebellious house, said to you, what are you doing? Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. The prince will raise this burden in Jerusalem and all the house of Israel within it. Say, I am an object lesson for you, just as I have done. So it will be done to them. They will go into exile and captivity. The prince who is among them will raise his belongings unto his shoulder in darkness and will go out. He will dig a hole in the wall to leave through. He will cover his face so that he cannot see the land with his eyes. But I will throw my net over him and he will be caught in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon, the land of the Chaldeans, but he will not see it. And there he will die. All his retinue, his attendants and his troops, I will scatter to every wind. I will unleash a sword behind him. Then they will know that I am the Lord when I disperse them among the nations and scatter them among foreign countries. But I will let a small number of them survive the sword, famine and pestilence so that they can confess all their abominable practices to the nations where they go. Then they will know that I am the Lord. The Lord's message came to me. Son of man, eat your bread with trembling and drink your water with anxious shaking. Then they say to the people of the land, 
This is what the sovereign Lord says about the inhabitants of Jerusalem and of the land of Israel. They will eat their bread with anxiety and drink their water in fright, for their land will be stripped bare of all it contains because of the violence of all who live in it. The inhabited towns will be left in ruins, and the land will be devastated. Then you will know that I am the Lord. The Lord's message came to me. Son of man, what is this proverb you have in the land of Israel? The days pass slowly, and every vision fails. Therefore, tell them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I hereby end this proverb. They will not recite it in Israel any longer, but say to them, the days are at hand when every vision will be fulfilled, for there will no longer be any false visions or flattering omens amidst the house of Israel. For I, the Lord, will speak. Whatever word I speak will be accomplished. It will not be delayed any longer. Indeed, in your days, O rebellious house, I will speak the word and accomplish it, declares the sovereign Lord. The Lord's message came to me. Take note, son of man, the house of Israel is saying, the vision that he sees is for distant days. He is prophesying about the far future. Therefore say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. None of my words will be delayed any longer. The word I speak will come to pass, declares the sovereign Lord. New Testament reading, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14 through chapter 4, verse 5. Remind people of these things and solemnly charge them before the Lord not to wrangle over words. This is of no benefit. It just brings ruin on those who listen. Make every effort to present yourself before God as a proven worker who does not need to be ashamed teaching the message of truth accurately. But avoid profane chatter, because those occupied with it will stray further and further into ungodliness, and their message will spread its infection like gangrene. Hymenaeus and Philetus are in this group. They have strayed from the truth by saying that the resurrection has already occurred, and they are undermining some people's faith. However, God's solid foundation remains standing, bearing this seal. The Lord knows those who are His. And everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from evil. Now in a wealthy home, there are not only gold and silver vessels, but also ones made of wood and of clay. And some are for honorable use, but others for ignoble use. So if someone cleanses himself of such behavior, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart, useful for the master, prepped for every good work. But keep away from youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faithfulness, love, and peace and company with others who call on the Lord from a pure heart. But reject foolish and ignorant controversies, because you know they breed infighting. And the Lord's slave must not engage in heated disputes, but be kind toward all. An apt teacher, patient, correcting opponents with gentleness. Perhaps God will grant them repentance and then knowledge of the truth, and they will come to their senses and escape the devil's trap, where they are held captive to do his will. Chapter 3 Ministry in the last days. But understand this, then in the last days, difficult times will come. For people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, slanderers, without self-control, savage, opposed to what is good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, loving pleasure rather than loving God. They will maintain the outward appearance of religion, but will have repudiated its power. 
So avoid people like these. For some of these insinuate themselves into households and captivate weak women who are overwhelmed with sins and led along by various passions. Such women are always seeking instruction, yet never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. And just as Janus and Jambres oppose Moses, so these people who have warped minds and are disqualified in the faith also oppose the truth. But they will not go much further, for their foolishness will be obvious to everyone, just like it was with Janus and Jambres. Continue in what you have learned. You, however, have followed my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, my faith, my patience, my love, my endurance, as well as the persecutions and sufferings that happened to me in Antioch, in Iconium, and in Lystra. I endured these persecutions, and the Lord delivered me from them all. Now, in fact, all who want to live godly lives in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. But evil people and charlatans will go from bad to worse, deceiving others and being deceived themselves. You, however, must continue in the things you have learned and are confident about. You know who taught you and how from infancy you have known the holy writings, which are able to give you wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Every scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the person dedicated to God may be capable and equipped for every good work. Chapter 4. Charge to Timothy Repeated I solemnly charge you before God and Christ Jesus, who is going to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the message. Be ready whether it is convenient or not. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with complete patience and instruction, for there will be a time when people will not tolerate sound teaching. Instead, following their own desires, they will accumulate teachers for themselves because they have an insatiable curiosity to hear new things. And they will turn away from hearing the truth. But on the other hand, they will turn aside to myths. You, however, be controlled in all things, endure hardship, do an evangelist work, fulfill your ministry. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Holy and righteous and merciful God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, O God, that you have chosen in your divine wisdom to communicate to us through your word. You don't give us the silent treatment, although there are times when we feel as though we cannot hear you, O God, when we feel very far away from you, but we are reminded that you have granted to us your word, that you open to us, that you open up before us by the power of your spirit, that we, O oh God, might be corrected, that we might be encouraged, that we might be matured in the faith, O oh God. So we thank you, O oh Lord, that you communicate with us, that you communicate with us even now by the power of the spirit, O oh Lord. God, we thank you for this invitation for us to communicate back to you through prayer. We thank you for the privilege of prayer. Indeed, what a friend we have in Jesus, that we can take everything to you, Lord God, in prayer. We thank you, O oh God, for the power of your word. We thank you, O oh God, for this reminder and the ways in which people can so easily become lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful and arrogant and blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unloving, irreconcilable, committed to be offended, committed to unforgiveness, oh God. And we pray right now that you would search our heart, that we might not be counted in that number, recognizing that we so easily are and can be. 
Search us, O God. Mature us, O God. Forgive us, O God. For you are the God who is full of forgiveness and mercy, and we seek to be your people. So would you pour out your spirit that we might be filled up with love and compassion and mercy and forgiveness, holiness and righteousness, O God? Help us, O Lord, to be ready to give a word from you, whether convenient or not, no matter what the season might be. Come what may, may your will be done. We pray, O God, that we too might receive this same charge that Timothy received, O God, that we might be ready to speak what is true, to do what is right, not in our own strength, but as empowered by the Holy Spirit. We surrender ourselves to you today and we acknowledge where our cup is absolutely empty and we are exhausted. Would you fill us up to overflowing, O God, that we might love you, that we might love ourselves, that we might love our neighbor and that we might even love our enemies, O God. Grant us that type of spiritual maturity. Make us whole and holy people, O God. And we pray, O God, that we would never turn away from your truth, seeking to hear things that make us feel good for the moment or that justify our sin or cover up our idols, O God, but instead that we would be committed to being changed by the truth of your word and the truth of your ways. For you are the same God yesterday, today, and forever. So would you, O Lord, mature us so that we are not desperately running after, seeking after, risking it all, being absolutely spiritually immature, looking for a new word instead of being obedient to the word that you have already given. We acknowledge our immaturity in this way. We acknowledge that it's rooted in the fact that we are often disappointed. Oh God, and we confess that sometimes we're disappointed in you. And so we find ourselves looking for a new word instead of being obedient to the word that you have already given. Oh God, help your people. Mature us. Give us the spiritual ears to hear the words that you've already spoken and are speaking to us even now, beckoning us unto yourself, holding us close, giving us a guaranteed and eternal love. We thank you, O God, for who you are. And we pray, O Lord, that we might be self-controlled in all things, that we might endure in hardship, that we might be about the business of doing an evangelist work, and that we may be found obedient to you. Thank you, God, for your grace and for your mercy. Thank you, O God, that you communicate to us and that you have heard our prayer today for Christ's sake. It is in your name that we pray. Amen and amen. Many First Nation tribes communicate with the cultural and linguistic thought patterns found in their original tongues. The First Nations version recounts the Creator's story, the Christian scriptures, following the tradition of Native storytellers' oral cultures. This way of speaking, with its simple yet profound beauty and rich cultural idioms, still resonates in the hearts of First Nations people. Get your copy of this rich and beautiful New Testament translation today from ivypress.com. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag Get in the Word and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. 
Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios and our executive producer is Helen Lee.